You're listening to Tell Me Everything on Sirius XM Progress 127. Follow along on Twitter at John Fugelsang. Now, you probably heard Central Park Karen had the charges dropped because she took a course in how not to blame an innocent black man for something he never did while he's filming you lying to the cops. Keith Price has thoughts. We love Keith Price. He joins us every hump day. You know him as being the first openly black gay radio host at Sirius XM when he co-anchored the morning show on OutQ. Comedy Daddy, welcome back. Hey, John. How you doing? What's going well, on? It's good to hear your voice, my friend. You're a beautiful man. And I read your piece on Hey, Jorge. Here we go again about how Central Park Karen had the charges dropped. And and honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling a bit with this, but I, I want you to, to set it up for us well, and... Give me your thoughts on this. What's happening? Talk to me. For those who don't remember, um, Central Park Karen, Amy Cooper is her real name. She was in that viral Central Park confrontation where she was showing that even if you're someone who calls himself a Democrat, right? This is Upper West Side lady who voted for Hillary Clinton. But she knew. And Obama. She knew she could call the police and that she always had this level of privilege where she could claim an innocent black man was trying to assault her. And Chris Cooper, no relation, obviously, he he, he literally filmed her lying to the police. <laughs> and so we know what happened. The charges have been dismissed. And uh, you have thoughts. Your piece is on fire. I want to hear your thoughts first. Well, I, you know, it is clear that we are trying to kind of get some sort of racial harmony and some sort of concept of equity in this country and like we are not doing the job the country is not doing the job by at least following the law when it comes to people just doing that breaking the law you know and until that is the universal standard for everybody it's the same story it becomes the same story this poor white woman felt threatened so she called the police and nobody is looking at the fact that had there not been a phone camera Mr. Cooper probably could be dead or in jail or certainly spending a lot of money trying to prove his innocence. I agree. And and so, you know, I just I think that that is something that we are letting slide because, well, we don't want to hurt her feelings. She took a a class on on racism and now she's, you know, five steps in. She's a better human being. It's like, uh, no, (laughs) that's what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when you, you write a hot check and you have to take that check writing class. So that you know, so, so that you know they they don't put that on your permanent record, but there's still a record of you having had written hot checks in order for you to have to take mm-hmm. the class. Oh, I'm with it's you. Like, I'm I'm with you all the way. That's what this is. Defensive and, driving. And, that's what this is. You know. And by the way, this woman was totally willing to destroy this man's life because this man said to her, "Your dog should be on a leash." Exactly. Right. I was in Central Park this afternoon. People let their dogs run all over the place. I have a friend whose yeah. dog got killed because a rat bit it on the nose in Central Park. Like, all he did was say, your, your, your dog should be on a leash. And yeah, if he hadn't filmed it, then God he, only knows what happened be, to this man. He would be one dead Negro. Let's just, let's be honest. He well, so, would be the closest thing to a Scottsboro boy of this modern age. Easy. Okay, so you're not going to agree with me on here, but here's here's my sticking point on this because I'm with you. Okay, and I've had it with white people who say I voted for Obama, right? right? Like, how can I be racist? And it's like the <laughs> conservative people, hey, I, I like diamond and silk. How can I be a racist, right? But Christian Cooper, the man in question, was the man who was wronged, and as you right. know, Christian Cooper feels that her international public humiliation, into his mind, was punishment enough. And he has tried to use, and again, this guy's like this cool guy that was just in the park bird watching. And he, I don't know if he's forgiven her for say, 
But he has said that, you know, as long as the mic's on me, that focus on making Washington, D.C. a state and that she has been punished. She has been scorned. This will carry around for the rest of her life. It's a safe bet she won't do it again. My question is, and I know I'm, I'm honky white bread motherfucker saying this, but if Mr. <laughs> Cooper says she's paid enough, part of me feels like he should be the authority. Okay, I would say yes to that, except that that's when you're living in a just society. And then that him being able to be that forgiving in a just society is a fabulous thing. I think that's wonderful, and that's where we should all be. But let's face it. He's a very evolved man. I'll give him that. He's a very evolved man. I love the evolution. I'm I'm not knocking his zen. But let's be honest. It's like this situation that he is in, even though he feels that way about the situation, the situation itself is one of the root problems and the root causes of why something like D.C. is never going to become a state anytime right. soon. Right. You know, yeah, and that know. until you until you hit it from that foundational level at this point now, especially when the ball has been given to you. I, like I said, I get it. I get it that, you know, humiliating her is not the way to go. But think about it. Think well, about she humi- she humiliated people. herself. She humiliated herself. And, she and humiliated I, herself. I do think that and there's white people who will not pull this shit because they've seen what happened to her. But again, exactly. as you point out exactly right, if he didn't, if he wasn't filming her, if he wasn't filming all this of, so we know the truth. It's anybody's game. It's yeah. been anybody's game. It'd be because another white lady's word against a black man's word in Central Park. Absolutely. And it'll be the police officer that comes up. If if he's having a bad day or if this is that last time he had to deal with a black guy and do such and such. Or, you know, the fact that, that Mr. Cooper is clearly an articulate and intelligent man, that that is something that poses a threat to a police officer who feels like, you know, how dare this, you know, let's get back to the word uppity. Because yeah. that's what they'll think in those moments when they're being challenged. By some, by a black man who is just as smart, if not smarter than they are. I'm totally. So, I'm, I'm. I'm with you. I know. I, I love that. You know, he feels the Zen. I'm not mad at the Zen, and I wish that we could all be there. <laughs> but you. But you got to. Unfortunately, the omelet that he wants to have made is going to require him breaking eggs, and the eggs that he's going to have to break is not necessarily her humiliation. And and the thing is, is that all of this stuff didn't necessarily require him per se, except for the fact that, you know, his, his, he's, he could just submit his, his uh, phone thing as testimony. And that really should have been all that they needed to have. Like he it didn't need to testify and, you know, have his walk into the stand moment like Joan Collins and Dynasty. He didn't have to have all of that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. I mean, he wrote he wrote and, this great piece last year in the Washington Post saying, I think it's a mistake to focus on this one individual. The important thing the incident highlights is the longstanding, deep-seated racial bias against us black and brown folk that permeates in the United States. But, but in fairness, to your point, he, he, Christian Cooper's own sister publicly disagreed with him on this. He said, yeah. I must err on the side of compassion, and I know there's going to be a lot of folks. Right who are going to really, really think that that's a setback in itself. Yes, that is the same philosophy that we would like to have had extended to us and the same courtesy that would be handed it to us. But historically, that's not been the case. And in this particular situation, like, you know, that whole incident happened the same day as George Floyd. Yeah, You know what I mean? And like, again, if you look at the the trajectory of the, the conversation in terms of how race will have to be discussed... If you just take that one day, it's like, look at what happened in that one day, and that tells you everything about what's going on in this country. Yeah. Everyone needs to read Keith's piece. 
Everyone needs to read Keith's piece. And, and you know, again, I, I admire Christian Cooper. I want to get him on the show, but you know, you boy, you pack a lot of good points and a lot of humor and a lot of stuff that uh, you know, a, a lame white guy like me needs to read. <laughs> so I really do appreciate it, Keith. But John, you know what? It's it's I I just thank you so much for letting me express it in this way because it's not meant to be hateful. It's just like oh yeah, I know. It's it just it's just you know it's you meant to fight crime, hate. It's meant to fight you, hate. It's a spite hate. It's like, but you do a crime, you have to be punished. That's what we were taught as children growing up. And, yeah. you know, if the punishment meant that she had to get a fine and she had to, you know, go to court, and then let that be a part of the conversation. But don't let yeah. your lawyer, the last thing your lawyer says is that, you know, because of the way people behave throughout this process, that, you know, there, there may be legal consequences for them. It's like, Fair are enough. you fucking kidding me? Fair are enough. You kidding I, me? I'm a fan of this debate because I learn a lot from it. And, um, you know, I, I appreciate Kristen, Christian Cooper and how evolved he is, but it also, you know, it's it's very easy for white people who will never be in that position to appreciate exactly. it and not realize. So it, it's it's messy. And I mean, I, I one thing I know is this woman's never going to call the police on a black person again for the rest of her life. <laughs> she, better, Central Park, Karen. She does it. Well, you, you know, know what? I mean, she's mortified. She was publicly humiliated, and she deserved the public humiliation because she was willing to ruin a man's life for a lie. Exactly. Or God forbid, like the boy who called Wolf. Like, suppose she's in a situation the next time where, unfortunately, it may have been a black man that may attack Mm -hmm. her because, you know, and she's now allowing her guilt to let her be in a position. Oh, my God, you're right. You know, it's just, it's... And we have gone from the boy who cried Wolf to the Karen who cried Black. That's where we're Ow, at. Uh, you better work, Daddy. Ow. We got a lot of people lined up to talk about some stuff. You you want to talk to the riffraff? I'm here, honey. I'm here. Okay, guys, we are going to your calls. Please, I know you've been on hold for a long time. Some of y'all, please be as uh, as quick and succinct and tight in your points as you can, because Keith is a very busy man. <laughs> You're listening to Tell Me Everything on Sirius XM Progress 127. God bless Charlie Watts. Uh, not quite 80 is our next guest. Keith Price is one of the funniest men in the business. He's a comedian, an actor, a writer, a broadcasting superstar. He was the first openly gay black radio host at Sirius XM on the Breakthrough Morning Channel OutCue. Uh, catch his wonderful Broadway podcast, Keith Price's Curtain Call. Unlike Broadway, you don't need to show proof of vaccination to listen. Welcome back, Comedy Daddy. That's the easiest way to do it. It's the only time <laughs> the unvaccinated could get anywhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, sir? I am fabulous. How you doing? You know what? I'm having a better week than uh, Andrew Cuomo, and I think I'm having a better week than uh, Amy Cooper, uh, known to many <laughs> as Central Park Karen. Now, I, I want to set this up for you, Keith, because I know you've written a piece on this for Hey Jorge. Um, Central Park Karen is back, and now she's claiming that she was in danger. Spoiler alert, she was never in danger, but she's continuing to play the victim. She just gave an interview. She actually said... <sighs> She actually said she didn't think she had an option but to call the police on a black gentleman who was bird watching in Central Park. She claimed she felt threatened, saying he's holding these dog treats in one hand and a bike helmet in the other hand. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, is this guy going to lure my dog over and try to hit him with his bike helmet? And if I end up over there, am I going to get hit 
by his bike helmet. In a now famous viral video, you could hear Miss Cooper telling the bird watcher she's going to call the cops and tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. And then mm-hmm. he recorded her calling 911 on her phone and telling 911 dispatchers that the man was recording me and threatening myself and my dog. She was charged with falsely reporting an incident and was told to attend five therapy sessions. Keith, it's almost like she didn't learn much. All I have to say about this is, told you so, told you so, told you, told you, told you so. <laughs> I knew it. I you knew did. it. I knew it. I knew it. You did. I said it back then. And, mm-hmm. you know, everybody thought I was just being ugly because, you know, this whole, you know, why should we keep persecuting these people? She should. It's like, you know what? This is what happens when... You know, and it's not even really at this point, you can't even blame her for saying any of this. What you can do is really blame Mr. Cooper, the guy who, who she yeah. called the cops on to begin with. Yes. And because he decided not to pursue the legal aspect of what she had done. But, he, but in fairness to, to Mr. Cooper, he, he did that. Her, but but, he but, he, but no, he just, stuff. he's not a dick, but, yeah. Keith. He's not a dick. That's the reason he didn't do it. He's not a dick. He didn't want to be punitive. He knew she'd been humiliated around the world. He figured she'd has enough of her punishment. I don't think he knew how deep the white supremacy went in her empty head. Well, here's a side note, and it's just because I'm scandalous and, you know, I'm, I'm so shady. But again, you know... You you've been in New York long enough to know that when you see gay men hanging up in the in the Rambles area, mm-hmm. the different kinds yes. of birds that they're trying to watch. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not calling nobody out per se. However, it seems that that would be the one reason why you wouldn't want the cops to come anywhere near you. If you oh no no, Keith, I'm they were not saying, in the Ramble. They were I'm not in the Ramble. Saying. I don't think I don't I, I I've only been to the Ramble at sunset a couple times. And I don't have enough leather to be invited to stay, but I don't think he was bringing dog treats and a bike helmet because he was looking to hook up with the fellows in the Ramble, Keith. Well, you know what? Listen, stranger things have happened in those particular areas, and I'm just saying. However, <laughs> however, you know, the bottom line is is that this it is an example of what we've been seeing right now with these the people that are in this insurrection foolishness. It's like we right. you have to put the hammer down. And I'm sorry that it would have really ruined her experience and all for her to have had to go to jail or had to have a trial. It's like she already lost her job. It's sort of like she's still walking around feeling like she's the victim. I know, but I don't think going to jail, I don't think going to jail would have scared her straight. I don't think going to prison would have made her mind right. Going to jail, when when she pops off saying the things that she's saying now, it's like that means that any other black person that walks past her that she feels like she's a dodgy moment, has a dodgy energy, she's gonna, she could call the cops on them again. And then we're going to yeah. be back in the same scenario again because she felt threatened. Because Maybe. She felt whatever she felt. And, Keith, actually, and now, I, I want to correct something. You covered this on your blog, not Hey Jorge, but at Keith-LavenderShade.blogspot. And, and Keith's title for his piece is Once a Karen, This Bitch. You nailed it. <laughs> it's like there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing that we're going to be able to do about it unless you do something and to start letting people understand that the behavior is not acceptable. I agree. And it's like, and and until we do that, you know, I don't know what else is going to happen. Because, you point again, out in your piece she, that Adam Schiff said at the first impeachment, if we don't punish Trump for those transgressions, he would do it again. And we see how that turned out. And we see. 
see how it turned out. So here we are again in this situation. And again, you know, I don't know what it's going to take for people. I don't. I just don't know. I don't understand what it will take for folks to understand that, <laughs> you know, this isn't the way we're supposed to be living. <laughs> You know, we're not supposed to be fighting with each other about, you know, whether or not to wear a mask during a pandemic. Like, this is, it's just insane. And you've called it before. It's the bizarre world. It's like ever since Trump became president and had that moment when you realize that his last name is on the name of a lot of businesses around the country as well as an airplane and is in the White House. It's like, mm-hmm. that is not supervillain material. I don't know what that is. Right? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, evil brand licensor. I, I, too. Completely, completely agree. Um, we are at eight six six nine nine seven grit, and I'm I'm with you on this. I I kind of want to believe that humiliation can do it, but I find myself saying out loud, Keith, where are the white leaders? Where are the white leaders in the white community to decry this kind of behavior? What do the racists always say when a black person misbehaves? Where Where are the white leaders mm-hmm. to come out exactly. and condemn this? <laughs> So it's it's just, up to them. Stand up against this. But, you know, and I think the reason that you feel that way, John, is because you're not a person, like, you don't want to be a dick. And no, I've been a dick. For, I've, I've been a dick before. I, I've been a dick, and I've realized and I'm a dick. Person. Yeah. But, you know, but if you'd had a misunderstanding with that particular person, this woman, it would never, I don't think it would have ever escalated to her wanting to call the cops on you. No. You know, and and... You know, I don't know what could have what the exchange could have been between him and her. However, I know as a black gay man, had that woman approached me and started coming at me that way, I probably would have had a lot more choice words. Than but he that's did. the thing, Keith. I mean, when we when we watch Christian Cooper's tape, and he films her picking up her phone to call nine one one, she knows, she exactly knows instinctively doing. to say to the nine eleven dispatcher that an African American man is threatening me. And she was willing to let the cops come there and do whatever the cops do to a black man a white woman has accused of threatening her. She was ready for physical harm to be done to that man. And she still doesn't seem to have learned from it. And and for me, that's what I saw right away from the very beginning. And I get he doesn't want to humiliate her and he doesn't want to do this. But that woman was literally transgressed you. She was going to transgress against you, and you're going to stand in the way because you you don't want to be a jerk or you don't want to come across as an asshole. Or no, I respect like, no, what honey. he did. I, I respect what he did. I, and again, she's, in, she's okay. in a prisoner of her own creation. That's true. But look at what she's doing now that she's, you know, she's, she may be a prisoner of her own creation, but look at what the energy and stuff that she's trying to create now. And it's like, you know, this could have been squashed last year. Yeah. Whenever they headed up for trial, this could have been squashed just like that. She should mm. be, instead of having five days of, like, racial healing and stuff like that or whatever they talked about in those five days, she should have been on the side of the road picking up stuff. It's true. In a, nah, in a, in a jumpsuit. She should instead, have for, the rest the, of her, the for the rest of her life, she will be Central Park Karen. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? If she kept her mouth, keeps her mouth quiet, nobody will even think twice about her. Amen. That's the other oh, thing. Oh, my God. She'll yeah, fade, into, right. the fade into the room with all the other Karens. That's really true. <laughs> Oh, it's really true. Hey, let's go to the phone. Let, let, let's let's talk to some listeners, shall we? Because uh, Rich uh, Rich is on the line from Indiana. He has some thoughts on a certain governor of New York. I won't say his name, but I think you have some opinions as well, Keith. Rich, welcome. You're on SiriusXM. 